From Business Republic Media, this is Webinar Ninja, a podcast about how to teach, present, sell, and connect with your audience effectively using webinars. On today's episode, we focus on the reason webinars are so effective, connecting with your audience. There is no better or faster way to build trust and rapport with your audience than using webinars. If you're not convinced of this yet, this episode will convince you. You'll hear not only from me today, you'll hear from someone I found to be the best communicator and connector in our space. You're going to love this. We're going to dig deep on how webinars actually build relationships. And once you have built those relationships, what do you do with them? The thing about relationships, be it personal or business, they never grow unless you build trust. And you just can't build trust if you're not connecting effectively and frequently. Think about it. There are a whole bunch of friends I had in college that I lost touch with. We haven't spoken in over a decade. If I connected with them right now, on an email, or even on the phone, it would be a bit weird. It's because we haven't seen each other, like, forever. But if we got on a webinar together, there's something about speaking to someone face-to-face that lets your guard down, seeing an old smile, reconnecting on a whole new level. We would be best friends again in minutes. And building a bond with your audience is no different. There's a big difference in conveying that you want to help an interested client or an audience member of yours via email versus face-to-face. There's a genuineness of your words that resonates stronger, a lot stronger, when you're not hiding behind texts, when your voice is being heard, literally when your voice is being heard, it has a profound effect on others. I found that webinars humanizes your business. It puts a face or faces to your organization. And this inculcates trust. And we buy from those we trust. And in today's world, trust is priceless. Someone that really understands this is former White House writer and acclaimed entrepreneur John Corcoran. John is a master communicator and connector. In this past year, John has used webinars to grow trust with his audience, as well as grow his email list. In fact, he's grown his email list more rapidly than I've ever seen anyone do this in the past. And I've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs. And most of this is happening through webinars. Let's give webinars the tool credit, but how John concisely connects with his audience on these webinars is an art form. I speak to John Corcoran and ask him, how have webinars played a role in helping him connect with others on a deeper level? Webinars have been an amazing tool for connecting with people. And first of all, the feeling is mutual, uh, you know, when we first met. Um, But that's the thing is like, you know, when you meet someone for the first time, it's very difficult to recreate that. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of different tools out there that we try and use in order to make a connection with people. It's written content. There's visual content. There's audio content like people are consuming right now, like a podcast. But a webinar combines so many different elements. There is visual. There is can be a video element to it. You can have your face in front of everyone else. And you, when you're on a webinar, when someone's on a webinar, they feel like they connect with you in a way that is almost almost approximates meeting someone in person, almost as close as you can possibly get to that. I mean, until they invent some kind of like Star Trek (laughs) uh, digital hologram type of thing where you can just be a hologram in someone's living room, 
you know, this is about as close as it gets. And so I love webinars for that reason. You can, you can make such a great connection with people and then you can, you can interact with people. They can, they can ask questions, um, you know, in the, in the chat down below, um, or there's different things you can do in order to be interactive. So that's really the amazing aspect of it. And I think that's why webinars have just boomed in popularity over the last, you know, couple of years. John is a huge content marketer, meaning he creates and shares useful content, in this case webinars, to build trust with his audience. I ask him, why is this important and how is it effective? I think it shows people who are interested in what you have to say that you're not just out there trying to sell right away, that you're actually interested in, in providing content out to the world because it takes a lot of effort uh, to put together a webinar. Um, if you do it the right way and you present content that's educational and valuable, then the people who are your subscribers or your listeners or your readers are really going to appreciate it. Even if they don't participate in the webinar, that's what's amazing about it, is they see that you're doing webinars and they appreciate that fact that you're out there doing that. And, you know, I've had people who've purchased $500 products from me who I've never interacted in email with hmm. them. You know, they've just like, it's amazing. It really baffles my mind, you know, like I'll do a webinar and then people will, will purchase and I'll look at the name. Every time I look at the name and I'm like, I don't even recognize that name. And it's just baffling to me because a lot of times, you know, you, you expect that you need to have that kind of personal touch with someone. But then I realize is that they do get that personal touch because they've gotten it through the webinar. Even if they haven't asked a question, even if they haven't sent me an individual one-on-one email and received a reply, they've gotten that personal interaction just from being on the webinar. So that's really the, the magic of it. Yeah. As we've been building our platform, Webinar Ninja, and as we keep creating great features for it, I keep asking myself one question. Why don't more people do webinars? They're incredibly powerful. What's holding people back? If I can understand this and I can solve this issue, I can get more people to use webinars. John's take on this is very interesting. Why hasn't everybody done this? Like, what's going on? Sure. Well, I think there's a couple of things. One, it, you know, it's not for everyone. If you're the kind of person who's not interested in training, teaching others, then it's probably not going to be a great tool for you. Uh, if you're the kind of person who you know is is petrified about the idea of standing in front of a, a room full of people and teaching them some content, um, like like an educator would, then it might not be a great tool for you. Having said that, it's very different from standing in front of a room full of a hundred people. Mm -hmm. In fact, you can have hundreds of people, and in my opinion, it's a lot less intimidating than standing in front of hundreds of people. Uh, it's a lot more accessible than that, so you can you can have a wider reach. Uh, so that's one of the things. I think the technology is absolutely a big barrier for people. People are intimidated by that, um, you know, trying to get all this right. Uh, coming up with the content is another big barrier. A lot of times it forces you to confront some very difficult questions about what you are about, what you stand for, what you want to provide to the world, um, and, and how you condense that down into an hour format or however long you're going to take. Um, it's some, those are some very difficult questions that you have to ask, uh, ask yourself. And I think those are some reasons that people struggle with putting on webinars. I was taking serious notes on this conversation. He mentioned people struggle with webinars because of the tech. I immediately met with our project manager and programmers for Webinar Ninja and laid out a plan to make sure that setting up a webinar with our platform was step-by-step -step and straightforward. 
We also made sure that there were just-in-time video tutorials in the admin dashboard to help, just in case you needed a little help along the way. But he also mentioned content and the format of the actual webinar. This is an area of Webinar Ninja we found needed a lot of attention. A complete training program on how to format and present your content. Because like I mentioned in episode one, people are nervous about the tech, but they're also extremely nervous about what they're going to say and how they're going to present their content. So we wanted to make sure those who are doing their first few webinars, they had a few things to help them out. So we included PowerPoint and lesson format templates to help those just starting out. We're also building a tutorial library to show people how best to teach and present on webinars. I wanted to keep this conversation going with John and find out what other challenges he thinks people are having with webinars and connecting with their audience on them. Because it's not exactly the same. There's a couple other thoughts I had on other barriers and challenges that people have. One is mindset. You know, one of the things that people struggle with is how can I be an expert? How can I hold myself out as an expert in whatever area? And people just kind of, they struggle with that concept. And when you do a webinar, you have to have the confidence. You have to say to yourself, you know, I'm going to stand up and I have some knowledge that I'm going to share with the world. And some people are going to provide value, uh, find value in it. And some people aren't, and that's fine. I mean, I do, I do webinars all the time, and I do surveys before and after. And I, there are always going to be some negative feedback. There are always going to be some people who say, ah, I thought it wasn't really worth my time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, immediately after that is another comment where yeah. someone's saying, it was really worth my time. Thank you so much. This was wonderful. And then another struggle, another challenge that people ha think people have is monetizing it. And, and sometimes they'll do a couple webinars and then they'll struggle to monetize it so they won't continue doing it. So you have to figure out that piece. How do you make money off of this? Right. Do you offer the webinar for free and sell a product on the back end? If you do that, what does the product look like? Is it, it you know, that's a whole nother discussion in itself. Um, you know, or if it's if you don't have a product created yet, how do you create a product, and how do you use a webinar in order to create that product? So there's a lot of questions. You, you a lot of challenges, a lot of questions. Yeah, I, I'm speaking to a lot. I get a little bit more selfish and ask John an important question. John is a heavy user when it comes to webinars, so his opinion on this holds weight. I ask him where does he want to see webinars go in the future? What are some improvements he would like to see in the world of webinars? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and really, I think there's so much potential. There's so many different directions that it can go. And, um, you know, depending on the software platform, um, there's so many, there, you know, there's so much potential to it. I'm sure that, you know, 10 years from now, just like cell phones, 10 years from now, we'll probably look back on webinars from 10 years earlier and say, oh my God, I can't believe it couldn't do this, that, and the other thing. So, but, you know, but when we got our first cell phones or when we got cell phones 10 years ago or, or more now, um, it, we didn't, that didn't restrict us from getting started. We just didn't realize the potential. So I wish I had a crystal ball and I could say where it's going to go. I think a couple of improvements could be making them more mobile would be helpful. I got an email from someone yesterday, the day before, trying to register for one, one of my webinars, said they couldn't re even register for the sign-up page, had some tech issues uh, on the sign-up page on an iPhone. So I think making that more mobile and then also being able to watch webinars on mobile is helpful. Um, I actually have had people who've been on a phone watching my webinars. It blows my mind. I've never actually watched <laughs> a webinar on a phone, but I think that's really cool that it's possible. Yeah. Um, and then I think definitely making it more interactive. We just need to uh, 
you know, make it more and more so that the user, the attendee, feels like they're really part of it so that they can actually actually reach out and say things and get interaction, whether it's among the other attendees or from the speaker. And a lot of that does fall on the speaker, uh, on the presenter, in order to make sure that everyone feels like they're involved. Um, but I think that uh, you know, if we can make things more interactive for people, both from the speaker and from the technology standpoint, that's just going to improve the, the webinar process and people are going to get more comfortable with using them. John Corcoran shared a lot with us today and put a lot on the Webinar Ninja drawing board. I think what I found most interesting about my talk with John was how much he's learned and developed because he's done so many webinars. Oh, and fun fact about John Corcoran, remember when I mentioned he was a former White House writer? Well, Rob Lowe played him on the popular TV drama, The West Wing. Seriously, John actually wrote one of the most memorable presidential Thanksgiving speeches of all time. Pretty cool. There are a few things I need to say before we end this episode. One is Nicole and I are so grateful for you guys. Thank you for all the subscribes, the ratings, the reviews. Webinar Ninja hit the front page of iTunes today, and it's because of your support. We can't thank you guys enough. This show exists because of you. On that note, we ran a little raffle this week in our community to thank everyone that subscribed, rated, and reviewed the show. The winner will receive a complete free year of membership of the Webinar Ninja platform. We chose this winner out of all the different ratings and reviews up on iTunes completely randomly. And now let's announce it. The winner is Rick Petrie. Rick says in his review, great content delivered exceptionally well, five stars. Omar, I'm super excited to be a subscriber to this awesome podcast. The content is spot on and your presentation skills are incredible. Keep the episodes coming. We intend to, Rick, and thank you so much for that very kind review. This was so much fun that Nicole and I decided that we're going to do this for one more week. Everyone who's left us a rating and a review enters the draw. And next Tuesday, March 17th, we'll announce another winner that will receive a free annual membership to the Webinar Ninja platform. Everybody who leaves us a rating and a review on iTunes will be included in the random draw. Today, we talked about connecting and communicating with your audience effectively, which had me thinking, can we use webinars to not only connect, but grow our presence online and in our industry? We get into it on the next Webinar Ninja. Webinar Ninja is produced and edited by Nicole Baldino. Music is by Dan Mills and Mark Bowes. If you want to learn more about what we're doing at Webinar Ninja, visit WebinarNinja.co. Isn't that crazy? I know. We're on the other side of the world. It's tomorrow. It's Wednesday at 11 a.m. here. That is not possible. (laughs) We're in the future. (laughs) (laughs) You are Michael J. Fox. Yes, I am. (laughs) Uh, I guess that makes Nicole Doc Brown. Yeah. (laughs) As long as I can uh, get a ride in the DeLorean. Oh, Um, man. What a...